You're listening to Mercy FM, a podcast featuring stories from the life of the Prophet Muhammad. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or by email at mercy.fm. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Welcome back to another episode of Mercy FM, where we're going to look at the story of Sayyidina Khawat ibn Jubayr, one of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. And this story really highlights the emotional intelligence of the Prophet Muhammad, his beautiful character, his way of educating those around him, all different kinds of people, and most importantly, his mercy. This story of Sayyidina Khawat ibn Jubair is told by himself. He narrates it, and it's recorded in the book of Imam al-Tabarani. And Khawat ibn Jubair says, We were traveling with the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. And as they were traveling, they stopped in a particular village or a particular area. And Khawat ibn Jubair, may God be well pleased with him, he says, I came out of my tent in this village and I saw some women who were sitting and talking and I was taken by them. And he said, I went back into my tent and I put on my nice clothes. It's a very human moment. He said, I put on my nice clothes. He wants to look good. And I came back out and I sat with those women. And in another narration, he said that I used to be a poet and I used to stay up at night and basically tell poetry, which was essentially in that day and age, almost like their way of partying and staying up all night and having fun in a way that might not necessarily be very healthy but he said that's what had overtaken him and he sat down with these women and then he says something really shocking happens he says he said then the prophet peace and blessings be upon him came out of his tent where he was resting and he saw him now just hold on for a second think about this he's doing something that he knows is not going to lead to something very righteous and the prophet peace and blessings be upon him the most holy human being comes out and sees him in a situation that is compromising and the prophet peace and blessings be upon him says Aba Abdullah, ma ma'hum. he said oh father of abdullah it's his nickname it's his kunya it's a way of endearment of talking to someone that way according to the Arabs. He says, what caused you to sit with these women? And he said, when I saw the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, I got scared. <laughs> it's a very human moment. So I got scared and I got confused. Like I didn't know exactly what to say. So I said, oh, messenger of God, my camel ran away. So I was trying to figure out where my camel went. Uh, so I saw these women and I just wanted to ask them if they had seen my camel. So he then leaves with the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. The Prophet says, follow me, come with me. He takes him out of an environment that might be harmful, that he might fall into something that's not good for him, something that could be sinful. And he takes him out of that environment and says, come with me. So he said, I followed the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. And he was preparing himself for prayer. So he was washing himself, he was making wudu in preparation for prayer. And after he was done uh, preparing himself for prayer, and he said, Khawat ibn Jubair says, and you know, the water was dripping from 
his face, peace and blessings be upon him, he looked at me and he said, Oh, Abd Abu Abdullah, the father of Abdullah, what happened to your camel? How did your camel run away? And he said, you know, I became really embarrassed because he knows that he said something that wasn't exactly true. And he knows that the prophet knows what he was doing. So he said that entire trip, every time I saw the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he would say, Assalamu alayka, peace be upon you. What happened to your camel that ran away? He said, so when he kept doing that to me and I felt so ashamed and embarrassed of what I had done and that I had told the Prophet something that wasn't exactly accurate, he said, I went back to Medina, I went back to the city and I would kind of avoid out of his shyness before the Prophet, not because, you know, he didn't like it, but he felt shy and he felt that he should have held himself to a higher standard. And the Prophet was also educating him. So he said, you know, every time I would try to avoid the Prophet because he would look at me and he would say, what happened to your runaway camel? So he said, after a while, I went to the mosque of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and I wanted to pray there. So I was in the middle of my prayer and the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, entered the mosque and he started praying. But he prayed a very short prayer. So I said to myself, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pray a really long prayer so that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, leaves and goes about, you know, doing other things, other responsibilities that he has. So I was engaged in my prayer and the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, came and sat right next to me. So I began to elongate my prayer. And then the Prophet, sallallahu said to me, he said, Assalamu alaikum, Aba Abdullah. Peace be upon you, O father of Abdullah. Know that you can make your prayer as long as you want, but I'm not going to leave. <laughs> so he knew that he was trying to avoid him. And he said, you know, go on as long as you want. I'm not going anywhere. So, uh, uh, so I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to apologize to the messenger of God for what I had done. So then when I finished with the prayer, he looked at me. And he said, Oh, Aba Abdullah, what happened to your runaway camel? And he said, I swear by the one who sent you with truth that that camel never ran away from the day that I became Muslim. And then what does the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, say to him? Does he say, what's wrong with you? Why have you been avoiding me? Why did you lie to me? Why did you sit with those women? Why did you take steps towards engaging in something sinful? The Prophet doesn't say anything like that. He looks at him and he says, May God have mercy on you. May God have mercy on you. May God have mercy on you. And he said that he never returned to uh, that kind of behavior ever again in his life. Now, the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he needed to educate Sayyidina Khawat. He needed to let him know that this is actually really serious. But he also knows that we as human beings, we all make mistakes. But he didn't accuse him of anything. He didn't put him down. He didn't, uh, you know, make it seem like he was a lost cause. Actually, he said to him, what caused you? In other words, what external cause made you sit with these women? He didn't say, why did you want to sit with these women? He said, what caused you? As if it, the cause is something that's external and it's not he himself 
that is the problem, but maybe it's something in his circumstances that made him do that. And when he became confused and he sort of came up with something that wasn't exactly true, and even the camel getting away, the camel running away, is also a metaphor for his desires. Right? So he said, what happened to your runaway camel? What's up with your desires? But he said it in a way that wasn't direct, that wasn't abrasive, that wasn't embarrassing, but that also got the point across like, you're better than that. You can do better than that. And this is beautiful mercy. He didn't teach him through harshness. And he didn't expect him to be perfect. We're all human beings. I know that you have desires. But if you stay in good company, you can overcome those desires. And the question that we should really ask ourselves when we hear this story is, how would we deal with someone who messes up? And here's another thing, who messes up in a way that we would probably not mess up. Because we all mess up. We all have shortcomings. But who makes a mistake in something that you are pretty strong in avoiding. That you have the discipline to avoid, but they don't have that kind of discipline. How would you treat them? Would you look down at them? Would you judge them? Would you be harsh with them? Or would you find a way to intelligently communicate to them that that's not right, but I still love you. That's not right, but I still know that you have the potential. You're a good person, that you will have the qualities that are beloved to God. And you see once again with the Prophet Sallallahu that his ultimate concern was for empowering people and showing them that the way of benefit was the way that was pleasing to God. And that he didn't actually, had he come to this man and, you know, kicked him while he was down, so to speak, which he would have never done, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but for us, maybe the man would have lost hope. And a lot of people lose hope. They make a mistake and they say, you know what, I can never do it. So I might as well give up. But the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, even in that situation, which is very compromising, he treated Sayyidina Khawat ibn Jubair with beauty, with mercy, with forgiveness, with intelligence, with wit, uh, with his beautiful educational style. So that brings us to the final point of this call to action is when someone you know messes up, you have to be there for them. You have to think. You have to find a way to really figure out how to help them in a way that's beautiful, that does neither validates their mistake, but also does not put them down and treats them with harshness. That you find this middle ground that shows them, I love you, I care about you, but that thing isn't good for you, and I'm here for you if you need it. And to do that with mercy, with beauty, with a little bit of fun, joking around, but also empowering and strengthening that person so that the camel, their camel, won't run away from them anymore. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.